Okay, 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 okay. So, I got a little off track and I don't like it. So, upon the request of my own damn self and my own damn authority, I'm making this shit more about me. Man, listen. I went and I went back and I listened to myself and before I let it go too far, I got to stop it. And I have to make sure, um, I have to, I, I absolutely have to make sure that I stay on brand with myself and I cannot let this get away from the reason I started this podcast and this entire platform. Um, simply put, these are my unusual thoughts. And although I want to keep up with current topics, what's going on um, around the world and um, through throughout our culture, I need to make sure that this is about me and making sure that, like I said, just staying on brand. But this is not the world and and, and trying to keep up with people's business. This is not what this platform is for. It will never be about that. And like I said, I want to give my opinions on things, but this is not the main basis of this podcast. This is about my thoughts, the people around me, and the people that I may bring onto this platform for you to hear their thoughts and, 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 and see what they have going on in their own personal lives. Like, this is why I started this program, to help, to, to give people a platform, not only for myself, but to help um, people all around me, whether it's people that I've known for years or whether it's people that I meet along this journey, I want to provide a platform for those people. And like I said, I don't want to get away from that. Um, I will try my best to make sure that any and everybody that I bring on this platform will be open. They'll be honest and they'll just give you the real, they'll give you the realest as they can get. As, and I promise you, I'm going to do the same for myself. Um, I'm not trying to be like anyone else, nor am I trying to be completely different. I just want to be me. That's why, uh, that's why this was started for me to be me. Just like my slogan says, you can fit in. Just be unusual when you do it. So, some things in and around our our community would definitely be discussed. But a lot of stuff I could personally give less than two fucks about. <laughs> like just being perfectly perfectly honest with you guys, I just don't care about those things. So I won't talk about them. And if y'all have some things that y'all want me to speak on, please reach out to me. Y'all know where y'all can find me at. Y'all can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Prisoner of War 10. And on Facebook, you can just search my name. Like, simple as that. Like I said, we're going to talk about some things, and you know, and it's going to be some things that I'm just not going to talk about. Um, and I'm okay with that. So, with that being said, welcome to the Unusual Thoughts Podcast. Let's get to the fuck shit. <laughs> but first, we got to get to the Unusual Thought of the Week.
What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? I am back. Episode two, wait, I almost said seven, but this is episode eight of the Unusual Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond, Boogie, whatever you want to call me. I don't care what you call me, as long as you call me, baby, just call me, please call me. But <laughs> this is the Unusual Thoughts Podcast, man, it's been... So this technically two months in, we 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 did eight weeks in a row, man. So I'm excited about it. Um, feedback is good. I, I want y'all to keep supporting. I want y'all to um to share it. I want y'all to like it. Go comment. Whatever the things that you want to do, man. I I got some new segments that I'll be bringing up. Like I said last week, I got a new segment that I'll be um asking y'all asking you guys to send me questions and we'll just call that our segment that i'll throw in somewhere in the podcast and that'll just be our segment called the unusual questions like and it can be about anything um and i'm excited about that whenever that gets rolling i'm super excited about it because i feel like some people gonna ask me some some silly shit and i can really be ignorant (laughs) the person i can be ignorant how i am um um, also, I got to show some love to, I ain't got no song this week, but like I said, man, I got to show some love for last week for Dez giving me the opportunity to put his song out there. Um, and I want you guys to go check him out, Dez Harlem. Um, and I got some new people that's, um, that's been sending me some music, but I promise you guys this, I will not ever put anybody, I won't, I won't, I won't put anything on here that I don't personally like, um, especially, especially when it comes to music. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm very particular about the music that I listen to, um, and I'm I'm just picky about it. I just like I like the type of music that I like, and it could be from a wide from a wide range of things. But I like music that sounds good to me, and if it don't sound good to me, I'm just not going to support it, whether you're my friend or not. And um, so I need y'all to understand that. So don't ever worry about anything just getting on here and and just because because it won't not for me. Um, so. Before we go any further, y'all know we got to start with our unusual thought of the week. And it'll be a good one. And I'm pretty sure you guys will enjoy it too, just like I did. Yeah. Right now, we are getting into the unusual thought of the week. Whew, man. This one was tough because I spent some time writing it and I kept stopping because I uh because I felt like I wanted to go off the top of my head a little bit, but at the same time I wanted to make sure that I'm prepared and make sure I write these things down to make sure that um I get make sure I get the points that I want out. So this week, man, it is but I ain't even gonna tell you the topic. I'm gonna read it when I go through, as I, as I go along with this thing. So, so there's 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 a few things in life that can quietly overwhelm you. Um, it can quietly just creep in and it can just come over and take a part of your life, and that's being stagnant. Being stagnant in your life can uh, can literally come in in the blink of an eye and it can literally happen without you even noticing it and being stagnant is a place where there's no activity you're being dull you're sluggish 
it's just no movement. It's just, there's no forward movement with, with 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 being stagnant. The crazy thing about it is, like I said, it creeps up on you, and you look up, and it's been ten years, and you've been doing the same thing. Go to work the same days, take the same routes to work, and 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 being standing not only can go to that, it can go to every aspect of your life. It can go from your work to to your relationship, and which happens a lot faster than people honestly than we honestly realize. Like especially in your relationship, it can happen to your friendships. It can happen in pretty much anything that that you that you deal with. Man, I, but I gotta be honest with you, man. Being standing is horrible. It is hard. Like once you realize that about yourself, you find yourself getting down on yourself because you feel like, okay, what can I do next? So it, it's just a bad feeling. So I'm challenging you all to challenge yourself to be more. I'm challenging you to be more. Be more than you yourself expect. And be just be more like we had like, okay. So when you're challenging yourself, challenge yourself to do everything in your power to get that promotion at work. If there's a there if there's a step ahead that you can get to, like it's been you've been at the job for let's say four or five years and you're like, okay, what's next? Like do everything in your power. In your power. You can't control what nobody else do, but what everything that you can do in your power, do that to try to get that promotion at work. In your relationship, man, woof. <laughs> now this one is one that, that, that we all gotta that we all gotta take heed to because I feel like like I said, it happens faster than than any of us honestly realize. But in your relationship, challenge yourself to find new ways to keep your wife or your significant other feeling beautiful. Making them feel like they're wanted. Making them feel like... making Always letting them know and understand their value in your life. Always challenge yourself to do that. To keep your relationship fresh. To keep your relationship moving forward. To keep a level of excitement in your relationship. So man, you in the house, man. She might be walking by with a with a with her bonnet on, cause we you know we love black women. So she might have a little bonnet on, man. Slap on the ass and let them know that she still look good with a bonnet on. Just slap her, grab her, pull her close to you, and kiss her one time. Just let them know that you're thinking about it. And if you're a woman, man, like she grab the nigga dick one time. He walking by you, <laughs> do something. Let him he get his little haircut. Let him know that he looks good with his haircut or or whatever the case may be. Let him know that you're thinking about it. Let them know that you care. Let them know that, like I said, just let the person that you're, let your significant other know that you value them. And like I said, it ain't always got to be about sex. Send some flowers to every once in a while. Just do something. Buy some perfume. Just do something. It could be small, whatever the case may be, but just always try to challenge yourself to make sure that your significant other know that, that you value them in your life. Challenge yourself to seek your own heart and, 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 and grabs hold of your own power. Like, challenges, like, we all have dreams and desires and wants and needs, whatever the case may be. What I'm challenging you to do, man, is seek your own heart. Find what makes you happy. And when you find that out, man, you grasp it and you don't let it go. You hold it. You 
you nurture it, you 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 protect it, you you do everything in your power to keep that. So, because listen, man, the power that we possess, it allows you the capacity to challenge yourself to just be more. Like we possess so much power, especially as black people, we possess so much power that we don't even we don't tap into 10% of it. We don't. We don't tap into our potential because we're so scared. We're so scared of what we might lose or, or what, what, what what might go wrong. But instead of worrying about what might go wrong, man, just try to think about what could go right if you tap into that power. So I'm, I'm challenging you to tap into that power to, to just grasp on to what's in your heart. To get outside yourself and your own comfort zone. Like just... Because, like I said, being being standing is staying in your own comfort zone. Like, you never want to take a chance. Because if I take a chance, I might lose. But shit, sometimes that's what life is about, man. You're going to lose. But when you lose, man, can you challenge yourself to, to win it back, to get it back? So get outside your comfort zone and just do something different. Challenge yourself. Always challenge yourself. So, whew, I just want us all. To challenge ourselves to be more, man. That's my unusual thought of the week. The unusual thought of the week is to just challenge yourself. And hell, if you need to, challenge the people around you to be more. Because sometimes seeing somebody else's success may push you to be better. And I've heard and I've had things like that happen in my life to where my line brothers are doing certain things or my friends are doing certain things, and I want to get to that level, so I push myself to do that. And like I said, man, it helps. Those things help. It ain't being jealous. It's just like, man, they doing good. They ain't hating. Man, I want to, man, hopefully some of what they doing can rub off on me and I can implement those things into my own personal life and forward my own progress as, as well. So, man, challenge yourself and challenge the people around you to just be more unusual. Okay, okay, okay. Hope you guys enjoyed that unusual thought of the week. Um, I hope that I hope that I, I just I really hope that it touched you in some type of way, and I hope that it inspires you in some way. Um, but man, we got some topics to get into this week. We have some have some things, man. Um, one of one of the one thing that I want to get my two cents on is the um, Zion Williamson bust out of his shoe and people telling him that he should um, shut it down for the rest of the season and just prepare for the draft. Um, I want to get my thoughts on that a little bit later. But what I want to start with, you know, the NBA All-Star Weekend was this past week, but what I want to start with, I'll get into that later as well. But what I want to start with is Jussie Smollett. Whew. Boy, boy, boy. Okay, listen. I'm not going to speak about this man long um, because I just don't think he deserves it. I just don't. Plain and simple. If he indeed lied about this, which I personally think he did lie, if he did lie about this, he a piece of trash for that. You are a piece of trash. Um, The fact that he took the plight of black people, the LGBTQ community, for his own personal gain, really don't sit well with me. So, 
he a piece of trash. And I'm not going to go into all the details because I'm sure you guys already know all of that. It's about the brothers, the Nigerian brothers, they're picking up the ski mask and all those things. I'm, I'm Like I said, I'm sure you guys already know about all those things, so I'm not going to go into it. It's just sad that people really go through these things and these ordeals often in, in America. And to have someone of both communities, as being a black man and being a gay man, of both communities come out and just blatantly lie about it is it's trash to me. Um, yeah, it's trash. So if he, if he did lie about this, um, my personal opinion um he should be he should be given the maximum penalty. He's already been indicted on there all the charges. Um he's out on bail at the moment, but he's already been indicted. And like I said, if he's convicted of this, I say give him the maximum penalty um that he deserved because this put this could have put people's lives in danger. This could have done a lot of different things. And it was all for personal gain. And I just don't agree with it. So like I said, I'm not going to speak about it long. And for me, I'm done with it. I'm done with him. You will not hear me speak nothing else about that man until this case is final. Until I know exactly what it is, you'll hear me speak nothing else about it. But what I do want to do, um, moving away from that, but staying somewhat close to it, um, I want to have a real conversation or I want to have a conversation. I've had some conversations, but I just want to get my real thoughts about the LGBTQ community. Um, first and foremost, I have to be honest. I have no issues, not one, with anything or anybody in the community. Not one. My feelings have always been, have always been, what someone else's does or loves has nothing to do with me. So who you choose to be with, who you choose to be with, has nothing to do with me. And I can't I can't dislike something for that <laughs> that has nothing to do with me. Um I want everybody to, like I said earlier, to go out and find your own happiness. So if your happiness is what you're seeking, I would never have a problem with you. Ever. I don't care what it is. Unless you're doing something to my child. <laughs> like, other than that, it has nothing to do with me. If it doesn't affect my life or the people around me, I'm not even going to say my life because it sounds like I only care about things that goes on in my life. But I just say this, your love life has nothing to do with my life. So that's why I say that. A person like that, anybody love life for that matter. Who's ever love life, life it is, it has nothing to do with my life. So I have no feelings about it. Um, and like I said, if you're seeking happiness, man, go get it. However you need to go get that, go get it. Um, but I've had conversations with coworkers. I've had conversations with friends and just random people about um, what we're about to talk about right now. And I've, I've asked every one of them the same question. I've asked every single one of them. And um, if, if the conversation came up, I hadn't asked every, every person of their community that I come across, I hadn't asked everybody that, but if the conversation comes up, I ask them all, I always ask them, um, how can you, how can, okay, how can I treat you as an equal, but at the same time, you want me to put 
you up on a pedestal. And I asked that because um, th- this pedestal, it allows, it, it allows me to put your feelings and wants above anything or anybody else. But you want me to treat you as my equal. I should treat you like I treat everybody else, but then if something comes out or someone says something about anything, I should just put your feelings above everything else. Um, And I asked, like I said, I asked for a perfect reason. And I don't think I've ever had a, I don't think I've ever gotten a, um, an answer for what (laughs) they all look at me, but what you mean? I'm like, you want me to treat you as my equal and you want me to treat you different at the same time. So, I mean, I, I I really want to know that because because like anybody that knows me, um, anybody that knows me knows I I absolutely love to crack jokes. I love to crack jokes. I love to laugh, and and you have to say that because in today's society, if a joke is said. Um, and it can be, and it can be taken several different ways. A person will come out and call you homophobic and you have what they call it, um, a word that I've been hearing a lot lately, um, toxic masculinity. If you laugh at a, if you laugh at a joke. Um, about a gay person, um, your toxic masculinity and you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't know yourself and things of that nature. And I'm like, uh, no, it's just was funny. And I crack jokes. Now, let me be, now I am mindful. I always try to remain mindful of things. So if I, if I see a, if I see a gay guy out or a gay person out, I'm just not going to, man, look at that F word. No, I'm not going to do that. I wouldn't dare do that. That is disrespectful. So I never disrespect anybody. Hell, I've had, (laughs) the funny part is, man, like, I've been with girlfriends. I've been with my mama. And they'll tell me, he like you. And I laugh it off, like, because it don't bother me. Like, I'm not about to sit here and be mad about something stupid. Like for me, I'm. It's not like I'm gonna. Oh, he like me. I gotta fight my way out of this. No, it's his business. It ain't mine. It's not like I'm about to go do something with. It's not. It's not my business. What he likes doesn't affect me. Doesn't offend me. Whether it's me that he likes or anybody else, it doesn't offend me. So, um, for me, the reason that I'm so like I said, I'm comfortable around gay people. I've never had a problem with it. I'm comfortable because I grew up with I grew up my mom's best friend was gay. I grew up around him. I'm talking about a guy that was six two with long black hair. <laughs> it's like it doesn't bother me at all. And I this just carried over into my adult life. So is is if I say a joke I'm not homophobic. It's not male it's not toxic male masculinity for me saying a joke. And and I want, like I said, I, I I have to say that because I feel like, like I said, in today's world, man, it's like I got to put an individual's feelings 
above everything else. Because one individual thinks that I offended him or or something like that, then it's male it's it's toxic male masculinity. It's like I've even had a gay guy tell me like he wasn't trying to talk to me. He's he's talking to somebody else, but we were just having a discussion. He was like, "But I was trying to talk to this guy." He said that he never tried it. I'm like, "Why the fuck? You, like, why you want him to try it?" He's like, "But you don't know if you like it or not." No, I don't. I don't try. And I'm sitting up here telling him, like, I said, "Bro, you've been knowing me for years. I've never tried it." It's not like he was trying to say the man was just toxic because he wouldn't even give him a shot to date him. I'm like, he don't don't like that. And you're sitting up here trying to force him to like it, and it's just. And I told him, I said, you the one that was wrong. If he would have, if he would have got offended and and would have fought you, I wouldn't have been mad at him, because he told you that he was straight, and you kept pursuing it. You the one that was, you the one that was disrespecting him by saying, oh, uh, you just scared and you don't know what you're missing and blah blah blah. Like you were the one that was being toxic in the situation. Like, but that man kept his composure and just walked off from you. He's like, so my thing is, like, don't, your your individual feelings should not be put above everybody else's. And I don't think, I think that across the board. I think that about my own feelings. If it's something that I don't like, it's my personal business. I can have to figure that out. But I'm not going to sit up here and, and, and disrespect or down other people because my feelings didn't get, I didn't get what I wanted out of the situation. And I feel like now, today's world, man, a lot of times we insert, we insert ourselves in so much stuff that a lot of times we're starting to become what we hate. It's like y'all want us to treat you as an equal, but then if somebody don't do everything that you that, that you individually want, you hate them. And it's like, well, bro, I don't have to accept everything that you do. Like if if I don't want to do something like like I said I got me I got guy, guy friends that are gay whatever the case may be, I got that. But if it's something like uh, they know I'm not just going to just randomly go to a gay club for what? It's not what I want to do. So if I don't want to do it and don't come to me just because I don't want to go to it and say oh well you're toxic you just you you don't like this no I just don't want to do it. Period. And if I crack a joke or do something like that, man, don't automatically just jump all the way to the conclusion that 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 I'm homophobic or anything like that. Like because it's not, because I'm not. Like the LBG to me, like okay, for me, for me, and this for me, we have to as people. Like for me, and this is how I try to operate. I try to keep the same energy. But we have to, as people, get back to treating people as individuals. We got to stop taking the action of one person, be it good or bad, and applying it to a group of people. So to my people in the LGBTQ community, you want, you're accepted, you're loved, you're family, you're friends, you're all of the above. And I really, really want you to understand that, like, you are, in my eyes, you're no different. You're funny. You're ignorant. <laughs> you're everything that I am and more or equal. Let me just say that because I don't think nobody is better than me and I don't think I'm better than nobody else. So you're everything that I am 
and and equal and across the board to me. So in my eyes, you should never be disrespected, nor should you tolerate disrespect. Um, just understand, and this is just coming from me. This is just coming from me. Like I said, it ain't from nobody else. This is just coming from me. But so we gotta understand. Don't your personal feelings. Um, sometimes we are, and like I said, I think this goes for anybody, not just to the um, to the LGBTQ community. We gotta take our personal feelings out of situations, unless it directly has something to do with you. Other than that, take your personal feelings out of it and you deal with things accordingly. And again, much love to everybody. Everybody continues to grow. I want everybody to continue to seek their own happiness. I want it. I just, I I want that from people. So um, moving on, Uh, like I said earlier, man, that's that's one of the things that I just want to talk about. Like I said, I wasn't going to speak about Jesse too long. And like I said, about the LGBTQ community, man, I just want everybody to live and live, love, be loved, pursue happiness, do what the hell you want to do, period. Um, moving on from that, man, I got to jump right um, over into the, um, this past weekend was the All-Star Weekend out in Charlotte. Man, it was a... It, it was, I guess it was, it ended pretty well, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, the All-Star Weekend um, started off with the, I think it was that, was it Thursday or Friday night? Thursday, maybe one of them nights. The first thing, the first event was the um, Celebrity Game and Famous Los, man. It's, he won the MVP, which I thought he would. Um, he won the MVP, so congratulations to him. Uh, Saturday night comes around. Jason Tatum won the uh, skills challenge. Uh, he beat Trey Young. Um, man, the three point contest was a doozy for me, man. The guy from Brooklyn won. I, I just knew Steph was gonna win, but he put up a good he put up a good showing, man. The guy the guy went out there and he made some shots, man. He made some shots. My goodness, he couldn't miss. So, um, congrats to him. Uh, dunk contest. The guy I can't say his name, so I'm not even gonna try to say his name. But the guy from OKC won the dunk contest, and it was a basic ass dunk contest to say the least. Just a basic ass dunk contest. I've every dunk he did, I've seen it before. I've seen him do it before. He's done those dunks before, just not in on the NBA stage. So it 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 wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. It was just another dunk contest. Um, then Sunday to the All-Star game, Team LeBron against Team Giannis. Team LeBron won, um, as I predicted. Um, they were once down 18, 19 points, somewhere around there, and um, came back and had a big win over, over Team Giannis, man. And Kevin Durant uh, won his second – that was his second time winning the All-Star game MVP in his career. So uh, congrats to them. They – a large lump sum of money got donated um, to a charity of LeBron's. Well, I think it, I don't know if it was LeBron's choice or the team's choice, but either way, um, a large like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something like that. So, um, congratulations to them. Um, NBA season is the second half of the season. It's back rolling, back rolling, back rolling, man. This exciting, man. It's gonna be exciting down the stretch. 
LeBron at this point they won last they won to, they won last night they beat the Rockets and right now I think they're two and a half games out of the eight seed with like twenty four games left and I and like I truly truly think LeBron is gonna find a way to get his team into the playoffs um, and once you're in the playoffs anything goes on a team I think they don't want to see is Golden State I think any other team outside of Golden State they have a legitimate shot at winning a series. So if they can get to the eight, I mean, if they can get to the seventh, seventh seed, they have a shot at winning that series. So, um, like I said, I think LeBron's going to find a way to do it, man. He's only two and a half games out with um, 24 games left, so I think they're going to do it. A lot of teams are vying for their eighth spot in the West. I know San Antonio is down there, um, Lakers, uh, Sacramento. It's a couple other teams that's right there. But, like I said, I think the Lakes will find a way to pull it out. Um, rest of the NBA, like I said, is back in full swing right now, and I'm excited about it, man. It's gonna be gonna be tough. Um, the end of the season is gonna be tough. Um, it's a lot of teams that are trying to find the rhythm, trying to get back into the swing of things, and make a playoff push so they can be um, be at their best by the time the playoffs comes. Um, DeMarcus Cousins, um, they, uh, I read that they will increase his minutes. Um, I know he was on a time time restriction um, since he come back to around 25 minutes. Um, so now they're going to increase his minutes, man, to see. Like I said, going into the playoffs, you got to get prepared for the playoffs. So um, I'm excited to see him play more, um, see if he'll play down the stretch of games. Um, I know they like that small lineup down the stretch of games, but – if you can insert him in there, they got four people that that are um, that are that are on every position a threat to score with him, KD, Steph, and Clay. You got four people, and Draymond can make open shots from time to time. But you do have uh, four legitimate people that down the stretch that can um, get a bucket. So I'm excited to see that. Um, what else is going on in the NBA? Not much right now. Um, last night I watched the. Lakers beat Houston and James Harden's streak is still going on. He's still, I think he has 32 straight games of 30 points or more. He averaging around 36 points a game this season, which, like I said, man, is really, really, whew, that's a lot of points. <laughs> I can't lie. It is, man, that's a lot of damn points. Man, that's a lot of points. I cannot lie to you. But it is, like I said, it's just not impressive to me. Um, because anybody that holds the ball that long, you will you will score a lot and you will have the stats to back up any any argument that you have. So I want to see how they perform down the stretch. Chris Paul is back. Clint Capella is back. Um, they got him on Shumpert over there. So I, I want to see how they perform down the stretch. Um, but switching from the NBA because there's not a lot going on like the – after the All-Star break, a couple days after the All-Star break, and um, we're just getting back into the swing of things. But to switch over to college basketball, whew, there's been a lot going on, man. This past, I think, Monday or Tuesday, whichever day it was, um, Duke played North Carolina. And the first 30 seconds of the game, Zion Williamson blew through his shoe. Now, I've seen this before. I've seen this happen before. Um, everybody on TV act like, oh my God, it's never happened before. Like they don't remember. Um, 
Manu Ginobili doing the exact same thing, blowing through his entire shoe. So it's happened before. But nonetheless, and I've seen it at practices and things like that from playing over my years. I've seen it at practices and different things. So it wasn't a, it's, it's, it's rare that it happens. Let me just say that, number one, first and foremost. It's rare. Um, but it ain't about the shoe that I'm worried about. It's about what I want to speak about is um, the aftermath of everything. The aftermath of everything. Yeah, the aftermath of everything um, after his shoe, after he busted through his shoe. So, oh, my God, man. People are, whew, they stress me out. But afterwards, um, of course, he, he, he tore through his shoe and he, I think he got a, a knee sprain or right knee sprain or something like that. Um, it's not anything major or anything. And instantly, everybody, all the sports analysis, go on TV, and the first thing they say is, oh, he should surely die. He shouldn't play another game a day in his life. He should, well, not in college. He shouldn't play another game. He should just prepare for the NBA draft. And for the life of me, I do not understand how basketball players are, are is telling another basketball player to not play basketball. Like, don't play. And they all got the same old excuse. Oh, my God, the NCAA don't care about people. They don't pay the players. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, the NCAA is a, <laughs> is a flawed system, to say the least. To say the least, they are a flawed system. But, man, I just, like, basketball, like, athletes, like, comp- like just go play. Like, how can you tell me not to play? I'm just supposed to walk out on my team? Guys that I've been in the in the trenches with for the for the last how many months I just supposed to be like nah bro it's about me. Like I can't I don't I don't respect people to do that. Was you getting paid or not? I don't respect people. You ain't gotta have no money to be loyal. You ain't gotta have no money to be to to be solid. I ain't even gonna say loyal because loyalty gets thrown around so much. You ain't gotta have no money to be solid. Just be a solid individual. And the fact that they're just like, oh no, he just need to prepare for the draft. Like if he gets hurt again, he gone. He's gonna hurt his draft, his draft, um, his draft spot. And I'm like, Kenyon Martin broke his whole damn leg. He was still taking number one in the draft. So what the fuck are y'all talking about? This kid will be the top. I think he'll be number one, but he'll go in the top two or three in the draft. I don't care if he never if he never plays again. But between now and then, he's just supposed to be like, oh yeah, just just gonna chill out. <laughs> like I'm just gonna chill, and I don't understand it. It's like, and what and what bothers me with a lot of commentators is that they always want to throw around the word, man. These guys need to compete. These guys need to compete. And I'm sitting there like. But you're telling him to sit out, though. He don't. He don't need to compete. He just need to compete under your terms. Like I thought, if you compete, you compete. Period. You compete. So the fact that they want this kid to sit down, um, Max, who I don't listen to on first take at all, he throw out a whole bunch of big words and think he think he saying something, but you don't be saying shit. Um, but I look, Kenny Smith. He he kind of. Tiptoed on the line a little bit. 
But I love what Charles Barkley and Shaq had to say about it. Man, go play. Go play. And, man, lately, man, with everything that's going on, man, I've enjoyed Charles, what Charles Barkley had to say a lot, man. I've enjoyed what he had to say about um, the players and the mobility and the way they handle things. And he was pretty much saying it might be a lockout in a few years and about the Zion situation because it's at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you are a basketball player. You're going to tell a basketball player not to play. For like, okay, just just okay. So going to the draft, healthy. I promise you, he could he could have he could have tore his ACL tonight or the other night in the North Carolina game. And I promise you, on draft night in in July, when it's the draft, June or July, I bet you he still be the top three pick, broken leg or not. He could have broke his damn leg. He still would have been one of the top picks. So it's like your your. They saying use the 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 platform how the platform uses you. You're going you're getting drafted in a few months, so you are you've used it. You've used it, so now at this point, man, now it's just about competing. Like go compete, bro. So Zion to Zion for me, I wholeheartedly think he should play. Like it's just a freak accident. If that's the case, if you're telling him not to play now, then he shouldn't have played the entire season then. He should have came out there and played one game and got, got big numbers in game number one and then sat down. It's the same thing. But now we're at the end. When forget your coaches, because this is what everybody throw. They keep throwing out, like Coach K get paid a lot of money, the university get paid a lot of money, and 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 all hey bro, we don't play for them, we play for ourselves. You playing for them other guys that's in that locker room with you every day. That that went out in the preseason and and did uh and did the training with you in the preseason. Those are the guys you're playing for. You're not playing for for all for the NCAA. You're playing for your brothers in that locker room. And if anybody if anybody gonna gonna do gonna go against that, then how can I trust you? Like how can I trust you so just because you don't get your way now well, I ain't even going to say get your way. Like, just because you're not getting paid anything. Like I said, and, and I'm whole, like I said, I think this, I think college players should be paid. And that's a discussion that I'm going to have. Um, and I got somebody coming on in a few months um, that I'm going to have on the show to, to discuss that. Because um, I have some very, very, after being a college athlete, at Division One, you know, uh, at Division One school, I have very strong thoughts about this. So yes, I think they should be paid, but I also, although I think they should be paid, I still think it's a fine line between this. So that's something that we just, that we're going to discuss later. But just because they're not getting paid, and Shaq said it, and this is a thought that I've had months ago, it's like even when when it comes to like when you're recruiting kids out of high school. And a kid or a parent or a coach or somebody asks, like, hey, if you want my son or you want my player, you got to give me $250,000. And I'm like, and, and Shaq said it best. It's like he said his daddy. He said, I think after, after, after his first year at LSU, he wanted to, after his first or second year at LSU, he wanted to leave. And he was like, his dad was like, no. He was like, why? Like, it's time to get some money. Pops like, it's time for me to go get some money. His daddy was like, you've been broke for 18 years. You can be broke for 19. And it makes so much sense. It's like when you when I come into your house, if I'm a Coach Calipari, if I'm a Bill Self, if I'm a 
um, Coach K or some of these big, I like Jim Boheim or some of these big name coaches, it's like if I come to your house, especially if I got a track record for getting people to the lead, like let's just say Coach K. If I'm Coach K, not Coach, I say Coach K and I say Calipari. If Calipari come to your house and be like, hey, I want your son to come to the University of Kentucky, and the, and their response is that, hey, if you want him to come to to Kentucky, I need X amount of dollars. I'd be like, no, we don't need your son that bad. Because if your son come to my school in eight months, he'll be a multimillionaire. You will you will sell your son short for taking this, let's say fifty thousand dollars. Instead of just being eight months, in eight months, if you hold if you hold your horses for eight months, he'll be a multimillionaire. Because I'm going to do everything in my power to get him to the, to the league. Calipari has made it very clear over the years. This is a business for us. It's a business transaction. You come to my school, we win games, and, and we win a whole lot of games. And for you, put yourself on the map. You come out here and play good. Hopefully I can get you drafted in the first round. Get you in and out of eight months. That's all I need is eight months with you. So if you've been broke for 18 years, you mean to tell me for eight more months, you can't just hold off, and he'll be a multimillionaire. So I, I never understand why they would tell a kid to not play, to not play. Like that's the dumbest shit in the world to me. Oh my God, he won't make as much money from Nike and blah blah blah. Everything that you're saying, they're still gonna offer him that contract. Whatever they were planning to pay him before, you think a little need like. Him, him busting through some shoes going to be like, no, nah, we can't offer him no money now. You out of your damn mind. So for me, Zion Wilson, man, get healthy. Now, I will say this. If he's not healthy, don't play. Don't further injure yourself. I would say that don't further injure yourself, but if you're able to play, get up, go play. Plain and simple. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Don't you dare sit out talking about, oh, man, in, in a few months, man, I can go get my millions. Man, go play. Like, you're, you're, and I know everybody's like, man, it ain't about his, them, them guys in the locker room, but it is about them. It is. It's part, of, it's part of being a part of a team. Yeah, you're an individual, and you want to do what's best for you and your family, bro, but you also owe them some. What if somebody walked out on you like that? You'll probably never forgive them. Never. And there'll never be a point where you'll say, oh, well, yeah, he did what's best for his family. Man, okay. But still, bro, we still, we was depending on you. We put our blood, sweat, and tears into this, and you was right there beside us when we did that. And all of a sudden, at the drop of a dime, you just get up and just walk out on us. It's not, it's not cool. It's not. It's just not cool for me, so. I, I, I disagree with any any analyst that say that he should sit out, anybody that says that, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. Get your behind up, put your shoes on, go hoop. Now, you need to play some better shoes. I ain't even going to say better shoes because I like Paul George's shoes, so I'm not even going to say better shoes. Um, I think for his size and his weight and all those things, I think he need something that's more, uh, I would say, I probably say he need to play in high tops because he was playing in uh, no top. PGs. I think you need to play in some high tops like uh, maybe some LeBrons or just anything like that. Like I think you just need to play in something that uh, that'll give him more stability to 
move and adjust the way that he moves because he's super quick. He super jumps crazy high. So I think he just needs something to uh, that better fits him. And I'm I hope and I'm pretty sure they'll figure that out for him. Um more okay, so it's college basketball, like I know right now, um conference tournaments are, are about to start um in a few in shoot, maybe this week or next week maybe. Um I think MTSU got a conference got a conference tournament game coming up. Um University of Memphis has been playing good and bad. Um the Martin kid from University of Memphis the other night against, I think they played Tulane. He had 43. I think their record right now is like 17 and 11, somewhere around there. And I thought they would win 20 games this year. That's what I, that's what I predicted, that they would win 20 games this year. And I feel like um, if you get around, I think in this first year for Penny, if they got around 20 wins, I, I thought it would, would be a successful year. And I think um, in order for him to reach that mark, they're going to have to do um, – Gonna to have to do good in the tournament. Um, they're gonna to have to do they're gonna to have to show up and play in the tournament, which I think they uh the conference tournament for the AAC is not the best. You got some competition in, of course. Uh, and they beat UConn. What was this? When they played UConn, they played UConn. Oh, that was a few weeks ago. Yeah, they played um Tulane. Other night and they won one hundred two to seventy six, and their record, yeah, they they're not they're sixteen and one, they're sixteen and eleven, not seventeen and eleven, so sixteen and eleven, and I think they're solid for their first year. Uh, that's that's pretty solid. So like I said, I think they're going to have to go into the tournament and win some games, um, in order to get in. Um, in order to get in, I, they have two more regular season games. They have Wichita State. They have at Wichita State. And they have um, Temple and Memphis, so that's the last two conference games, and then they're going to conference play. I mean, uh, to tournament, to tournament play. So, I think they got a shot. I truly do think they have a shot at getting twenty wins, and if they get twenty wins this season, man, I think it's. I think that would um, that would be successful. That'll be a successful season for me. And we've so MTSU, we have one more conference game. We have Charlotte coming up. At MTSU on the twenty third, um, tomorrow, yeah, yeah, that's tomorrow. We have um Charlotte tomorrow. Yep, we have Charlotte tomorrow, um, and that'll be the last game of the year. And right now, man, we are, <laughs> man, we're eight and nineteen, so it's it's not the best. So, but hey, this. <laughs> We're going to make a run in the tournament, damn it. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make a run in the tournament. That's my. That's how I feel. So, um, th- that's how I feel, damn it. I'm not going to ever say nothing bad about my, about my Blue Raiders. It's home. So, um, I think we got a shot, though. I think we have a chance. We, we play, we've been playing better down the stretch. So, we played a lot better down the stretch. Um, and to some news that just came in today, which I am – Whew, stressed about. I don't know how to take it. But uh <sighs> Okay, my Patriots won the Super Bowl a few weeks ago. And this morning, uh Robert Kraft 
is charged with solicitation of a prostitute. Uh, we don't know no details to it, but it's two counts of that. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, I don't even know what to think about it, man. All I'll say about that is um, I hope he's innocent. <laughs> Can't be out here buying prostitutes or whatever you were doing with them. I don't care what you were doing. But I'm not going to speak on it. Um, I just hope. Excuse me. I just hope it ain't true. That's all I'm going to say about that. And y'all ain't going to get me to say nothing else about it. I don't care what y'all say. Y'all going to say, oh, my God, you being biased. You damn right I'm biased. Because that's my, that's my, that's the owner of the Patriots. So you damn right I'm biased. And I'm going to keep it that way. Shit. So I'm not going to speak about it. I just hope he's innocent. Um, and whatever else comes with that, we'll have to deal with that when it, when it comes. So, and um, last week I forgot to give you guys, I always forget something. I, I really need to get better at this. Um, but last week I forgot, to, I forgot to give you guys a movie of the week, man. And this week, movie of the week, um, older movie, which I absolutely love, called First Time Feeling, starring Omar Epps. I'm pretty sure some of you guys have seen it. If you hadn't, do yourself a favor and go listen, go watch that movie. Absolutely great movie, man. Omar Epps, he is, he got a lot of movies like that, man, where people don't, like, it didn't get a, it, it wasn't critically acclaimed, but it's a really, really good movie. The concept is good, good acting in it, um, but the concept of this movie, man, young guy, um, like the movie said, becomes a felon, first time felon, and they offer him, you um, need to go to prison, I think it was, was a five-year sentence, or you can go to this um, Army-style boot camp for, I think, six months. And if you complete the boot camp, um, you're out. You're free. And he chooses the boot camp and goes to the boot camp, man. It was just a really, really good story. Um, he was a gang member, and that's how he ended up getting up in trouble. But first-time felon, please go watch that movie. Um, it's a really, really dope movie, and you can find it on Stars. Um, you can find you can find that movie on Stars. And again, man, I have like I do all the time, and I have to thank you guys for giving me a piece of your day, a piece of your time, a piece of your um, just simply lending me your ear for a few moments to ramble on about a whole bunch of nothing. I appreciate it, man. Please reach out to me, Prisoner of War Ten. Instagram, Twitter, type my name in, Desmond Yates on Facebook and um, find me. And if you have any questions, like I said, the new segment will be called Unusual Questions. Please put your questions up on there and I promise you I'll answer them. And like I say every week, you can fit in. Just be unusual when you do it. I'm out. Some people say I'm crazy. I ain't crazy. I'm just ignorant. I ain't crazy. I'm just ignorant. I ain't crazy. I'm just